ビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビリビ
But it did seem like the movie trilogy was like thematically, Boom. yeah, like they re- they replaced sound effects, they repl- they uh, rescored a lot of the music. So a lot of the music is a lot different or is placed differently. Um, but the one thing that stood out to me the most was like I'm paying attention in the action scenes because like oh my gosh, it's like you can like all these sound effects that are happening rather than what it originally had, which wasn't as impactful, so to speak. And even though it was like a two year span, maybe I'm not entirely sure i don't know if they maybe read the audio again later um but it definitely has a significant difference there if you're looking for differences between the two but before i get into all that um for those who don't know uh the original series of the mobile suit gundam and of course is the case with mobile suit gundam movie trilogy uh takes place in the universal century of 0079 uh, it is implied that it is technically a future of our world because I think at some point uh, the Zobby guy says, are you familiar with Adolf Hitler? So obviously it's within the bounds of, of our mankind's time. I think there was a, I think there's actually a number out there that says it's like 2000 or 4,000 something. Uh, but anyways, mankind has moved off into space. They started making space colonies. Um, at some point, uh, one of the sides has this group that ends up calling themselves the Principality of Zeon, declares war on the Earth Federation. They want, uh, they're declaring independence from Earth and the, the, the stronghold that Earth has and the Earth Federation has. And they, at some point, plummet an entire uh, co- space colony onto the Earth and wipes out, like, tons of people. I think, like, half of mankind gets wiped out during this war. And this takes place about nine months after that. Uh, it starts off in side seven, where uh, the Earth Federation is developing this new white base and these new mobile suits, uh, which are later coined as being the Gundam. And there's a boy named Amuro Ray that's on this uh, particular side seven, which is a space colony. And as the Zeons come in to try to scope out this new technology, a fight breaks out. Uh, Amuro, basically to save himself and those around him, jumps into one of these uh, this particular Gundam and fights off the Xeon. And then he ends up being, uh, bored on with the, uh, what they call the white base, which is this new spacecraft that is really, really strong and durable and powerful. And he goes along with them as they try to, uh, escape at that particular time, but later on to fight against the Xeons and what the Xeons. And save the world. Yes. And save the world. To save the go. universe. Cause he's Amuro. Amuro. <laughs> that, that's that's the sad that's thing. I don't think I ever heard. This, I don't think I heard the Amuro song, and that's disappointing. Well, that's true. But I, I was going to say one thing that did stand out is we were we were reminded how often everybody says Amuro's <laughs> name. <laughs> it's like they improved all the audio quality. They cut off a lot of stuff, but they did not take out all those Amuros. <laughs> that's, that was an important thing to remain in there. That was something they could not change. Uh, but yeah. So you're basically following Amaro as he is forced to pilot this this Gundam. Uh, you meet the other members of the White Base, which is uh, headed by Bright Noah, who is often well known between me and Chris as having the Bright Slap, which is often necessary in order to correct Amaro. <laughs> uh, we meet uh, on the other side of the battlefield on the Zeon side. We kind of meet uh, Shar Aznabal, who is uh, well known from many of the fans of Gundam as being one of those really excellently well uh, written bad guys, and we definitely agree with that. And his side of the whole uh, fight being on the Xeon side and what he's actually got planned for the future of Xeon and uh, the double crossing that he does in order to seek his quote-unquote revenge and 
his ideals. But yeah. Uh, yeah. The, so let me let me break it down because I I don't really want to sit here and re uh, review the story as a whole for the Gundam. If you definitely want to see our full in depth review of Mobile Suit Gundam, the original TV series, uh, definitely go check out a review for that. What I really want to focus here, because I don't want to repeat a bunch of stuff, is to focus on what is the differences with this movie series and if you think it's going to be worth it or not. Uh, I already mentioned before, the main initial shock for me was definitely the audio quality. Uh, it's just gotten a lot more impact to these the sound effects, the uh, the musical scores fit in well, and it has a lot more depth to the audio as well. I noticed that there's like cases where there's somebody talking distance, and it feels like there's depth to what's happening if somebody's in a different location. And I could definitely attribute that to possibly being Blu-ray alone because they have more uh, space for audio quality there. But it's definitely a huge, significant difference. It definitely felt a lot more thematic uh, or theatrical, so to speak. Uh, the other big change you're going to see is that it takes a lot of the fluff out. Um, this this three-movie series, again, is taking a thousand-plus minutes worth of uh, episodes and uh, basically cutting it down to 40% of its size, down to 400 uh, minutes. And what, what comes with that is, of course, it's got to cut out a lot of the fat. Um, some people will argue that that's fat that is necessary. Some people will argue that that is fat that is... You're going to be okay without it. And there's some people that are like, I never cared for it anyways. Uh, one notable thing you'll notice right off the bat, it's like they leave side seven and they're immediately in the Federation port and they're immediately going to Earth. Like there is no space battles really in the first segment. Um, that's a significant difference because a, a lot of what makes up the original Gundam series is a lot of those fights. So uh, you're cutting a lot of the, the combat sequences out. I think what you're really going to get is you're you're cutting out anybody that is not a main character. It's Amaro, it's Fra, it's it's uh, Sela, it's it's Shar, uh, Bright Noah. Those main characters, unless it affects them directly, that episode probably does not exist in these movies. Uh, a lot of the the one thing that I kind of was a little upset about um, that I noticed immediately was the um, the refugees in the. Uh, white base. When they first start off, they're fleeing white, seven, Site 7, and a lot of refugees jump onto uh, the white base and flee with them. And so they're they're constantly struggling with, we don't have enough food, we're, we're cooped up in here, we don't want to be here, we don't want to go to Earth, we do want to go to Earth, uh, we want to go to this location, I need to go where my, my, my family is. Those kind of segments aren't even there. And that, while is side characters, they often affect main characters. Frabro was a huge part of them. Uh, Amaro was uh, often interacting with them. So there's these little, these these side characters that you might well, think I as being fluff that, end up being important moments for these characters. That that was one of the, the fir- initial uh, headbutting between Amaro and, and Bright was was a lot of the the tension with the, the refugees, wasn't right, it? Right. If I believe, if I remember correctly, <laughs> see, it's nice that we've that I watched this uh, and Chris watched a significant of it, like right after we did the review for the original series, because I I can definitely go, wow, there, the, this doesn't this feels like there's a chunk missing, but then there's some cases of like, well, w- was it originally in the original one, or am I making mm-hmm. that up, or is that from Zeta, or is that from Duffa Zeta? Uh, so the, it does get a little mixed up there, but yeah, that's that's the significant change. Uh, outside of that, a lot of the more Tomino had kind of pointed out as being a lot of the super robotist kind of stuff that was in the original Gundam series that he didn't technically want in there were removed. A lot of the transformation sequences, uh, 
Uh, notably one is the G Fighters were replaced Wasn't with four many boosters. Do- docking? No docking, yes. <laughs> uh, the G Armors, those are all removed. Uh, there's there's certain cases where they'll be given, certain characters will be given different uh, mobile suits altogether in certain situations uh, to fit the situation better. I'm, I don't remember those ones as well um, because, it again, it's one of those, was it technically in the original one? Um, and of course there's a lot of Cases where they do, or not a lot of cases, but there are some cases where they do give new footage because technically they have to re uh, reanimate certain segments where the core booster comes in because there was a G fighter before. Um, yeah, stuff like that is stuff you're going to see differences. But in the end, the question then comes: Is it worth it to watch this? Is it worth it to watch the original TV series? Um, in my opinion, if you watch the original TV series, I don't think there really is a gain to watching the movies unless you are a diehard Gundam fan. You're gonna to want to watch rewatch it just to experience it again. I think it's a really, I think it is a cool way to re-experience it if you don't have as much time to watch the original series all over again because it was a thousand minutes uh, worth uh, of time. For people that have not watched either one, that's where it really gets questionable. I think, in my opinion, if you have time, yes, definitely watch the TV series because you're gonna get a lot of the interactions. You're gonna get the silly moments of the characters. Uh, which I think the movies are, with all that all that fluff out of it, is very serious. It felt very serious because it doesn't have those fluffy moments in there. Um, so if you want the full, there was experience, a definite lack of the of the kids in this. Yes, <laughs> I've seen a couple scenes with them, but not very much. Very, very much so. A lack of. But yeah, so if you're if you're wanting the full experience, you definitely want to watch the original series. Um, if you're trying to get somebody into the series and you don't think that they're going to want to sit through 43 episodes, even having all the breaks in between each episode, the intros and outros, those, those break moments in there, it kind of breaks the flow of things. The movie is a, a perfect option there because they can sit down, watch one of the movies one night, knock it out. Then the next night, watch the second movie, knock it out. Third movie, it flows very well. It's got all the main key story bits in there. Uh, it's got the main characters uh, and their developments. So, I mean, all that stuff kind of flows in well there. It's just you're going to lose a lot of the, the extra stuff. So, it's a great thing to introduce people to the Gundam. It's a great way if you want to get into Gundam and you don't want to invest into it. If, if that 43 episodes is very daunting, it's definitely worth checking out. And like I said before, I think it has a better audio quality. It hits all the beats very quickly. It doesn't... Yeah, I kind of. I think we mentioned it in our original review of the original series. It does kind of drag out. There, there is a significant pacing difference that you have with those old shows versus newer shows, and you see that less with the movies. So, I hope that helps people out because that's that's my opinion on it. Um, I know that's uh, it's it's often debated which one to check out, and I'm sure we'll bring this debate up again when uh, when uh, Right Stuff releases the Zeta. Gundam trilogy movies. Oh, really? So we can have this debate all over again. Right on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in the end, overall, Gundam is definitely a, a worthwhile thing to check out. Um, it is the staple and the, the origins of the more serious uh, mecha-type shows, um, more notably now with the movie series, because as Tomino said, you want to take all that, that super robot-type stuff out of there, and you'll definitely uh, get that with the movies itself, so... But yeah, definitely worth it to check out. Um, either way, either the TV series or the movie series, both of them, either movies or the TV series is available on Blu-ray from Right Stuff, anime.com. Uh, again, we got this copy of the Blu-ray for the Mobile Suit Gundam trilogy from 
Right Stuff Anime and Sunrise. We definitely thank them for giving us a copy of this uh, so that we can check it out, let you guys know about it, and then you guys can decide if you want to check it out. If you guys have any questions on it or any comments, definitely let us know in the comments for this podcast article comment section forum thread. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed. We thank you all for listening, and you all take care. Oh, did it have the fan service scenes? Yes, it did have a fan oh, service. Okay. It had the fan service scenes, Chris. Okay. Yes, that's important. Yes, make sure we get that in there. <laughs> We're still recording, right? Okay, yes. So everybody knows. I play, play to bring down a new